Isaiah Thomas. Oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Sorry, <clears throat> you're, you're muted. Unmute yourself. The mute button is backwards on here. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. <laughs> All right. I, I was I was over there yeah. reading Matt's uh, text. <laughs> hey, I was talking on mute again. The mute button well, is reversed. Okay, well, you should know now. No, in all the other times, it's it's not muted. Okay, right now you can hear me, right? I can. You, you know what you're sounding like now? You sound like the 70-year-old that just learned how to use the internet. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. But once again, you sound like the 70-year-old to just learn how to use the internet. Now you, now I can't hear you. Just keep yourself unmuted so we can hear you, whatever it is. It just doesn't work. Okay. Now I'm hitting the I mute button. I'm hitting the mute button right now, and you can still hear me, right? I hear you. Right. <laughs> so the mute button okay, doesn't work. So I can hear you. Why would huh? I not want to hear you? Why would I no, not that, want to hear you? No, no, no. Right, we got to start talking for real. Get this, get this shit. Here's the deal. All right, Jimmy, this is why yeah. we get mad. This is why we protest. This is why uh, we take to the streets. You know where I'm getting that, Breonna Taylor. Absolutely. For months, for months, black people and people who support Black Lives Matter have been sending a signal. We're watching what you're doing in Kentucky. We're watching what you're doing in Louisville. Um, Breonna Taylor was murdered by the police, and now no one is facing murder charges. And this happens over and over and over again. When does it stop? The worst part about it is 
is the aftermath or what we consider to be uh, justice or what the system considers to be justice. Now, you mean to tell me that the bullets that enter Brianna Taylor's body that killed her is not the reason why you're arresting the officer? You're arresting the officer because of the bullets that missed her and endangered the other people or people that are could have been endangered in in the vicinity that doesn't make any sense we need these laws and we need these judgments to make sense that is an additional you know slap in the face after they give us uh a reason right they try to reason or have a justification or officers running in there and shooting someone in their sleep, in their bed, who's clearly not a threat. So well, once, um, once again, we go back to black lives do not matter. They are prosecuting front for someone for bullets that miss, not the bullets that hit. It's like, oh, fuck it, she's dead. And the other thing is this. They told her mother, um, you know, when her mother showed up on the scene, where is Brianna Taylor? Oh, she's at the hospital. So mom's naturally rushes over to the hospital. Well, she wasn't at the hospital. She was still in her room, dead. They didn't even attend to her. Like, oh, you know, we fucked up. We shot her. Oh, well. That's why it's people are mad. Absolutely. It's a clear, it's a, it's a consistent, clear message. And one thing that I think that, you know, our community or the black community has to look out for is trying to, again, assimilate to this system. It's clear that this system is not built and designed for our people. So how many times are we going to continue to say, and I know this is about to be controversial, but how long are we going to continue to say we're going to vote for the people that have our best interests and they get into office and it's the same old song or after time, you know, they're the only ones who are seemingly fighting for us, but they're small to little, if any change. Um, my question is, is why are we still voting and participating in a system that's clearly broken and doesn't recognize us as citizens? Well, they keep telling us that we want to vote. But when you look at the presidential change... I understand the times have changed, though. I understand that (laughs) at one point we didn't have a voice, so we fought for it, we died for it, to have a voice. But now it seems like that voice doesn't matter whether we come to the polls or not. The last last, um, election, again... We came out to the polls and voted, and the majority, as we know, doesn't win. Hillary Clinton had three more, three million more votes than Donald Trump, but because of the electoral college, again, the system, the people's voice are then squashed again. But they're right. telling you to go back to the poll and do the same thing. So if you have three million more votes again, that doesn't guarantee that 
your person or whoever you voted for that has that three million um, more votes wins. And and that just really doesn't make sense to me. Well, I, I, I've been reading that Joe Biden is could might need five million more votes to, to <laughs> defeat Donald Trump uh, this time. But here here's the thing. This is not a political issue. Joe Biden cannot fix this. Donald Trump right. will not fix this. This is the will of the people. What keeps mm-hmm. happening is police, no matter what the circumstance is, if they murder someone black, whether they're armed, unarmed, or whatever, they're going to get off because this is be- before a grand jury. So this is the will of the people. May not be the will of me, may not be the will of you, but this is the will of the grand jury. They listen to this evidence, no matter what it is, you know they're not going to convict for murdering. That's why I've always said that black lives do not matter because, you know, you just mow our asses down and people just look for any old excuse. Uh, this time they claim, first of all, the no knocks search warrant, it wasn't meant for this apartment. It was not meant for Brianna Taylor's residence. It was meant for someone else. So they shouldn't have even been there. And then um, that now the excuse is, well, the boyfriend fired at the police. And here's, here's what I say to that. If I'm at home and I'm a gun owner and it's midnight and we talk about the second, get out of here, squirrel is here. <laughs> Dude, get out of here. <laughs> 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 hey, feed him some, give him some, uh, give him some nuts. He's looking for some nuts or something. Give him some. I don't uh, have any nuts, man. I, just <laughs> I thought you were eating good. You got some grains or something. You can feed him. Get out of here, man. <laughs> My cousin got bit by a squirrel one time and had to have thirty-two um, tetanus shots or rabies yeah. shots or whatever. But anyway, um, what I was saying is just um, no matter what the circumstances are, there's not going to be a grand jury that's going to say, let's put these guys on trial. You know who else might get off? Dude, the murder George Floyd. We're going to have to watch that one. Look, heaven help America if they acquit this dude, because you ain't seen nothing yet. The riot is going to be nasty. The riot is going to be ugly. And you think our country is divided now? It's really going to be divided if George Floyd's murder get walks too. So now, see, uh, now I agree with all of that. However, I would submit a different approach, and again, it's not going to be popular because I feel that it's you know the protesting, um, the rioting, all of that is is justified. However, I would challenge people to really think about defecting from this society. And it's possible. There is a methodology to it. And I encourage people to do their research. And when we start to realize and figure out how this system and this corporation that we call the United States of America is designed to set up. Um, that's why they are able to function the way they do 
in Washington, D.C. without seemingly any repercussions because it is not a state, it's a district. And when you realize how the system is set up and designed, uh, you'll realize how corrupt uh, it is. And, you know, it's, it's, it's notorious for presenting something, but then being so convoluted that you can read in between the lines or uh, operate a certain way and get off. So that's what we're seeing. These cops are killing black people because they are able to. Conversely, I read an article of a black cop who killed a white person and he's going to prison. How does that happen? Same circumstances, I mean, not even the same circumstances. He was justified, but it doesn't seem to, system doesn't, um, seems to send the same message every time that regardless if you're on the right side or not, if your skin is dark, if you're dark complected, it could be interpreted um, against you. Now you mentioned uh, a key word, do your own research. Here's the problem with that in 2020. People only believe what they believe in. I mean, they can research this. They can find out what the truth is and what's not the truth. It's not going to change their mind. I mean, when you look at COVID-19, I mean, doctor after doctor after doctor has told you, told all of us, that if you wear a mask, you diminish the chances of getting COVID-19. You know, we could be out of this mess, most of this mess, if we wear a mask. My daughter, Celine, talks to people in different countries because she's, she's met them at school. They said, well, we wore a mask and we're all done now. What's wrong with the United States? But you still get people who tell you that a mask doesn't work. Yeah, I got COVID because I wore a mask. Um, you know, once again, you believe in what you want to. And I don't know how many more doctors have to tell you wear a damn mask and people are like now nah, it doesn't work you're, you're messing with my constitutional rights but well, I, here's I, my, here's my question on that though right now if half the people are wearing masks then that protects the other half right that's that's how i mean that's what, what they're saying if you have it or you have symptoms wear a mask or you don't spread it so if you do or do not have it, if half the people are wearing masks, it shouldn't spread. No, no, you have to understand this, that of the 50% not wearing masks, they can spread it to other people not wearing masks. They say that for this thing to work, that we need somewhere between 85 and 90% of the population wear a mask, which people refuse to do. Um, okay, so when the when the pandemic first hit, everybody wore a mask for two, three months. No, that's not true. It, no, 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 no. They did not wear a mask in the first three months because you had the president not wearing a mask, making fun of people uh, making masks. 
I got mask shamed. Dude, dude asked me, why was I wearing a mask? Um, no, so that's absolutely not true. That's what, it was a question. So if everybody's wearing a mask or was should have wore a mask for the first three months, we wouldn't be in this position, right? I, well, I think we'd be in a better position. We still have a pandemic, but it wouldn't be like this. We're gonna, we might have to shut it down again. And my thing is, if you do things right the first time, you take your medicine, you get through this as much as you can, and you don't have to close businesses, you don't have to limit restaurants, we can all go to the gym, we can all go to football games, but because we as a country fucked up because I have too many rights and I'm not going to give up any of my rights, we may have to do this, we may have to shut this thing down again. I'm going to caution I'm a caution you and everybody else on that again. And I'm going to say because I've been watching the NBA playoffs for a couple of months or a month now. And uh, not one of them has it. And I've been watching why? the NFL. Please tell me why. The bubble works. If, if you don't allow people in that have COVID, and no one has COVID. I mean, they tested them before they went there. Uh, guys have been matter. staying in there you for the most part. One person. It only takes one. One person. Just one. I'm but saying that one. out of 480 players, not one. Whoever's in the bubble. Okay. Football. The NFL season started two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see how many are going to come up with COVID in the next couple of months. Um, I, I will bet that that number is 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 less than zero. Well, technically, can't be less than zero. Why do you think that? <laughs> I, I know, but what I'm saying that because there's clearly an agenda here. Okay, there is agenda here. The president didn't okay he's not the smartest he's not he's not the smartest but there are things that he's privy, privy that he knows that um he can't let the general public know so you have to read in between the lines they he says certain things that he believes is his message his, his message is hard to listen to you have to decipher through some of it um he turns you off a lot so you get the wrong impression and the wrong message a lot of times, but there is some truth in there. And what he was saying initially was that this stuff is a hoax. It's a biological weapon. And, you know, he's so arrogant that he basically egged on and dared the people to spread that or gave them the green light to do so even further. But is, isn't that ignorant? Huh? Isn't that ignorant, though? I mean, the that first thing he said, well, it was that a democratic ignorant. hoax. The Democrats did this. All the way from yeah, China? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the part what I mean where he's just, you know, he has certain information. It's just he doesn't disseminate it well. And um, we've turned the corner. You know, he's he he's he uses a lot of superlatives. That's why everything is the greatest, the best, or the worst, or the finest. Um, 
you know, that's just his pattern. That's his, that's the way that he communicates. So when you understand that you, you can start to read and decipher what he's saying. Now I'm not giving him passes on anything because as a grown man, I think, you know, it's incumbent upon you to know how to communicate and who you communicating to. But, um, you know, again, that's why I kind of pause when black people are coming at him now when a lot of people praised him in the 90s and, you know, before he was president, they aspire to be like him. If you look in you all of why? the... Because he had money. Anybody, particularly in the rap world, particularly with black people, if you got money, you, you, you're, you're okay. And the NAACP, even though the NAACP was still calling him a racist in the 90s, they still took his money. They still gave him awards. So we will give awards to anybody who hooks, up, hooks us up financially. Doesn't matter who that person is. Because I heard some white people say, well, in the 90s, he wasn't a racist. Yes, he was. He was called a racist. They said, Donald, you're a racist. Thanks for the check. <laughs> so he was still taking his money. That didn't stop. <laughs> but see, that's the point. Why assimilate to the system? So now you just gonna masquerade somebody around as you know uh, an advocate for the NAACP like that? That's what I mean about really taking the stance. We can no longer assimilate to the system because that's what happened and what happens. All right. All right. Here's one thing we're not gonna hear from our president. He is not going to speak on Breonna Taylor. He will speak about the two Louisville police officers who were shot during the riots. He will talk about the protests, uh, you know, left-wing bullshit. He'll talk about rioting. He'll talk about burning. But he won't talk about this woman who innocently lost her life. You know, that, that you know, I, I can't well, expect I a think, lot of that. I, I think part of that is is still is another part of agenda. It's a, it's another agenda which is the a race war white right. This has been building for ever, and and if you really like the past ten years, it's really is pointing to the direction of a race war. Um, but we're so compassionate and we're so uh, you know willing to be nonviolent, even though, because that's our nature, but even though uh, we're depicted as the opposite, we can no longer, we can no longer accept, you know, these roles and, and going into, um, into the future. <clears throat> Again, I, rioting, um, protesting, all cool, good. But what are we going to do after that? What are we going to do in the long term? How are we going to form coalitions? Are we uh, are we going to form an alliance? What are we going to do? Because it's clear that the system, if we try to operate in the system, and when we operate in the system, it never turns out in our favor. Well, when all the protests began, and I saw Caucasians joining the cause, I saw white people outraged by what happened to George Floyd and what happened with systematic racism. I said, you know what? We're going to emerge from this a different and better country. Now I'm convinced that's not going to happen because what has happened was 
the Black Lives Matter movement has been hijacked. Um, first, it was about systematic racism. Let's make, um, let's give blacks the same thing that whites have. Nothing more, nothing less. Just give them the same. That's what we were talking about before. Then what happened? People start tearing down statues. People started tearing up furniture. People started tearing up stores. And then the narrative of equality gets lost in all this. We're not talking about how we're going to make black people um, equals. We're not talking about systematic racism. We're talking about riots. We're talking about uh, protecting a white kid who murdered two people in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. We're distracted as a nation. So I think once this is all done, we're going to be in the same boat that we were before, and I'm sorry to see that. I agree with you, T. I agree. But uh, fortunately, I think, you know, it's a different degree. Oh, I'm hoping that it's a different degree and people are uh, a little bit more uh, willing to, to step outside the box and change the future. All right, that, that concludes the first half of King and Foster. We're going to come back now. I got a critical question for you, Mr. Uh, former NBA player. When I was covering the NBA, we had heated rivalries. We had guys who were pissed at each other, hated each other. Is that possible in today's NBA to see rivalries, to see guys who just don't like each other going at each other? Uh, I'm going to ask you that question when we come back on King and Foster on the NRM. All right, all right. And I am That's a good back All right, brother. That's a Better have an answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right.